Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hey, Hi. girl. How are you? Hi. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so I'm excited. excited. Oh, your energy makes me smile. Like, oh, I'm like, oh, my thank gosh. you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so awesome that you're here. Um, Before we get started, I just want to let all the listeners know, you are listening to Piece of Peace podcast. Yes. <laughs> and it's an interview series that provides a safe space for others to share their self-love and acceptance journeys. This is the third episode of the fourth, um, the fourth series. So I'm excited. And this series is all um, dedicated to um, National Eating Disorder. Disorder. Wow, it's early and I'm stumbling <laughs> over my words. National Eating Disorder Awareness Week, but we turned it into a month and um, we're spreading awareness and telling stories. So um, I'm here with Gabby. Hey, girl. Hi, girl. <laughs> hey, so Gabby, tell the peeps a little bit about yourself. Um, so my name is Gabby, obviously. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I live in Pittsburgh now. Um, I'm a full-time hairstylist. I own my own hair studio and um yeah I'm really excited to be a part of this podcast today yay me too and you go girl owning <laughs> your own place that's awesome um before we get started I just want to do a quick release um that you understand that this recording may travel throughout the world um and that anything you say or reference that I'm the owner of the content got it Awesome. And last thing, I always forget to do this, but I'm not going to forget this time. Um, we are talking about eating disorders. We may get into some things that may trigger people listening. Um, or Gabby, if you feel like you need to take a breath during the break, like during this at any time, that's okay too. Um, but just wanted to throw that warning out there. Okay, perfect. Cool. Okay, so let's jump into the questions. Um, the first one is, when was the onset of the eating disorder, or what was the eating disorder? Was it diagnosed professionally? Just tell us a little bit about what that looked like. Um, yes, so I was officially diagnosed with um, bulimia when I was 19 years old. Um, I really, my sophomore year of high school is when I really got into um, fitness and working out, and um, I started to notice really fast results, and it was something that I was really, you know, I and I enjoyed doing. Um, and then I just became way too obsessed with it to the point to where it was unhealthy. Um, so uh, from restricting myself for so long of the foods that I enjoyed. Um, I uh, took it to another extreme where I was binging to the point to where I was making myself sick. And then uh, it kind of relates with anxiety too, I would say, mm -hmm. because anytime that, you know, I would be feeling anxious, like I would just start stuffing my face. Like I felt like I just had no control over it, you know, mm -hmm. it was more of just like an impulse, um, and then it just almost became just like an addiction, you know, because mm -hmm. you just want that relief and just to feel, um, just to feel something, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I mean, I got diagnosed professionally, uh, when I was 19 
and uh, I was also diagnosed with anxiety and also depression. So I feel like all eating disorders kind of go along with some other underlying issue, you know? Mm-hmm. So then, yes. then, of course, I got the professional help that I needed. And still to this day, I'm active in therapy and everything. I go once a week and yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that. And you've said like five things already that I'm like, oh. Oh, we need to talk about that more. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> no, no, this is how it works. Like you say stuff and then I'm like, oh, I can't wait to like say something about that. I because gotcha. I, <laughs> no, because like this is your story. You tell it how you want to. You say whatever you want. And then I come in with more questions and other things. Perfect. Um, <laughs> like how you said um, it started just like it's a general interest in health and like you started working out and you enjoyed it. Yeah. And then it became like an obsession so it didn't you didn't intend for this to happen and that's what I want people who don't know anything about this stuff when they listen to it to understand that eating disorders aren't a choice that they are mental illness absolutely um and then you hit you hit it when you said anxiety yes eating disorders do coincide they it goes along with it anxiety and depression do go along with eating disorders absolutely and I feel like um I don't know if you feel this way you can disagree with me if you feel differently but I feel like we can talk about anxiety and depression like there's memes on Facebook about those things yeah there we talk about it openly but we don't talk about eating disorders openly absolutely 100% agree um and really it's it, it's like how it manifests, like how your anxiety and depression manifest into an eating disorder. like how it presents itself. Yeah. Um, because like you said, it's, it, it becomes like an addiction. And I love that you said that because no one has said that yet on um, like the people I've been interviewing about this and it's true. And it's like eating disorders. I've like read some things where it's comparable to, drug addiction yes absolutely yeah. absolutely 100 like, percent. because you still get that relief yeah you get that um like and of course like with drug addiction you have like that physical um withdrawal like eating disorders don't have that physical withdrawal right um, but there are times like I remember pacing back and forth between the my bedroom and the bathroom like telling myself like like really battling with myself. Yes, absolutely. Hurt. And I don't think people understand that it's that it's it's that big of a struggle. Absolutely. Like it, it's abs- and it's like too, like of course, like there's a physical withdrawal with the drug addiction, but you can live a life without drugs. We can't live a life without Dude, food. Absolutely. So we have to figure it out. And I'm so happy also that you said that you're um, still in therapy and getting professional help still because girl, so am I. And I don't plan to stop. Yes. I, I need that support. Absolutely. Forever for this. And there is nothing wrong with that. And there's no shame in that. Absolutely. And you go, girl, I love that, that you're still involved with it. For sure. And I know that you, you mentioned before too about how you would pace back and forth well, what mm-hmm. I would do, so in the moment, I just got done stuffing my face, you know, mm-hmm. I would literally weigh myself before I would purge, you know, and then after. And it was just like that 
I was like obsessed. Like it was crazy, yeah. you know? And like yeah. to feel like you have no control over something and over your own mind, you know, and your body, mm-hmm. it's terrible, you know? Mm-hmm. And you know what? That for me is what I was like, I was like, you know what? I'm going to stop this. I'm going to stop doing this. Yeah. Like, I, I realized this is something I shouldn't be doing. Like I realize I'm hurting myself. I'm going to stop. And when I couldn't stop by myself is when I got freaked out. I was like, okay, I need to tell somebody because I'm not in control of this. And it's, like, a really scary feeling. Like you said, it's like, whoa. Yes, absolutely. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I never got to talk to you about this. I'm excited that we get to talk right now about it. (laughs) Honestly, like, this is something, too, that I've always wanted to share with people, you know, because mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like everybody is going through something, you know, and to just be able mm-hmm. to talk about it, like it's like, I don't want to downplay it, but we need to normalize, you know, like mm-hmm. mental illness and eating disorders and everything like that, you know, because honestly, I feel like everybody is battling something that we know nothing about, you know, and to just have the opportunity to just help people. I'm about to tear up. <laughs> Oh, that's okay. But, you know, it's just, it's a good feeling, you know? Yeah, you go, girl. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. And it's okay because this stuff is so emotional. I like, know. It's, oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, the, the the tears, the anger you feel Absolutely. sometimes. The, it's, like, overwhelming. Absolutely. And I, people don't get it. People don't get it. And that's something that's wrong they should exactly. because it should be talked about like you said um there's <sighs> we're gonna create that world me and yes you, we're gonna make it so people feel open and safe to talk about that kind of stuff and we got it gabby me and, and honestly we're gonna do i feel it. like my biggest part too was just knowing that you're not alone you know like you're mm-hmm. not the only one that you know, went through a struggle, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. just to really yeah, surround absolutely. yourself with people that, you know, can relate and understand, you know, I mean, that definitely helps too, for sure. Yeah, because it makes you feel so alone. Absolutely. Um, what was the hardest part about your disorder? Was it being alone? Or can you think of something else that was really hard to? Um, I would say just during that time period, I just felt so alone and stuck in my head, you know, and <laughs> I mean, I obviously I came clean to like my parents and my friends and everything. <laughs> and just that feeling of feeling like you have no control, you know, that <laughs> was definitely the biggest struggle, I would say throughout the whole process. It's just, it's um, like, thinking, like, how do, like, how do I have no control over this, you know? Like, how did mm-hmm. it become so intense, too, in such a short period of time, you know? Yeah, it's, it's very undertaking. You're just like, whoa. For sure. When you um told your loved ones about this, how did that go? Like, I know that's not one of the questions that we talked about but no honestly it went really really well and it was something that was like hanging over my head you know because when you're in the moment like you try to hide it and my parents they definitely suspected something 
And um, Mm -hmm. just one day, I just remember, you know, sitting my mom down and I was like, hey, like, I have something to tell you. And it's, you know, it was a few months in. And um, she was very supportive. She was actually the one that um, helped me get a therapist and everything. And, you know, it's, she was very supportive overall. Everybody was. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. I'm so happy you have that support. For sure. Makes the world of a difference. Um, so do you think your eating disorder affected your definition of beauty? Um, absolutely. In a positive way. I just want to throw that in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, you know, now beauty to me is not defined by how much I weigh on the scale or, you know, if I have visible abs or you know mm-hmm. muscle and all that you know fun stuff that everybody wants um <laughs> yeah but I would say that beauty definitely comes from within and I feel like my um my journey has definitely made me a stronger person overall and uh, if I could do it again I would because I feel like I've grown so much as a person with everything you know mm-hmm. and um yeah I'm proud of you thank you. you know what stronger person absolutely like, that part like nothing in this world for me and you can agree or disagree but nothing can be harder than recovery oh my goodness in yes that absolutely like any other bump in the road, any other thing, I'm just like, yeah, I got Yep, this. exactly. For sure. Um, so what other things has your eating disorder taught you? You've touched on a few things, but um, what's one thing that you want people to know it taught you? Um, honestly, I would just say just my overall definition of beauty. You know, I feel like beauty definitely comes from within. Um, how you treat other people and, um, you know, just just loving yourself at any weight, shape, form, you know, mm-hmm. that that's honestly probably the biggest thing that it's taught me. And just to mm-hmm. know that it's okay to not be okay, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because awkward to say you're not yes okay. exactly and you right. feel so crazy and you know you're embar- it's embarrassing you know and yeah for sure um it, you said you had support like your family was really there for you um have they been a big part of your self-love journey or who else has been a part of this self-love journey? oh absolutely and I would say my friends, of course, you know, I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. I told them everything, and they supported me 100% and were with me throughout my whole recovery process. And I'm forever grateful for all of the love and support mm-hmm. that I had, you know, and no, it's nobody mm-hmm. called me crazy or looked at me differently. And you know, because in your mind, you're like, everybody's gonna think I'm crazy. Yeah, you know, everybody's gonna judge me and but like, who the hell cares what people think? Honestly, you know? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Like, seriously. Oh, yeah. 
And I mean, that's just anxiety too. Like you just overthink every little thing and you know, so that's how they just kind of go just hand in hand, you know, it's like a vicious cycle almost. Right. And I'm going to like clap for that. Like who the hell, who the hell cares what people think? Like what other people think is none of my business. Absolutely. Like it's not. And, but it's so hard because. I don't like as you're growing up, like when you're a kid and you start to um, like create those like beliefs and those values. Like I see like people say their definition of beauty changes as they get older, yep. or, like, as they learn hard lessons. And it's like, well, why did we have to have this shitty definition of beauty in the first yep. place? Like, why do we have to go through that? Like, as like I'm listening to you speak and as I'm like, I interviewed other yeah. people. Yeah. It's, it's like this aha moment people have for whatever reason that it's like, oh, beauty's more than just physical absolutely. or, oh, it's okay not to be okay. And I'm like, okay, well, then why are we teaching these messages? Yes, like, absolutely. And I will, can I just throw in one thing too? I feel like. Girl, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> I feel like social media is like a death trap, you know, like everybody's mm-hmm. scrolling on Instagram and seeing like all of these Instagram models with perfect bodies. Like that is not reality, you know, like Mm-mm. that, you know, with Photoshop and just everything, like it's not real life. And I feel like that's what we really need to teach people too. Like the people that you see like on Instagram or whatever, like that's not realistic, you know, and I just, we right. tend, like, as humans, like, I feel like we just compare ourselves and, like, you know, we pick out our, all of our flaws and that's just, it's terrible, you know? It is. Oh, it is so. It's so horrible. And when we compare, it's like we always negatively yes, compare. Yes, absolutely. It's like this, like, competition yes. in our heads. It's like, why did that even happen? Like, why do I even have that dialogue in my yep. head? Like, why am I thinking oh that girl is so beautiful I'm exactly. not like why absolutely like just because she's beautiful doesn't mean I'm less beautiful it's not like a yes pizza, right? absolutely like if she takes five slices there's no slices for me now right it's not it doesn't work like that like there's an endless supply of pizza so why am I worried about what this girl's taking or making or whatever absolutely um, and I agree social media is like a highlight yep, reel exactly so people they post their pictures and you know I don't know if you're like this but I know I'm getting better <laughs> but when I would take a picture with my friend it would take me an hour to get yes girl so, yes you know, <laughs> yeah and now I'm just like as long as I'm with someone I love yeah, I don't care exactly. what I look like. but that took a lot of time to get to that point so when you see those Instagram models or Facebook whatever's um it probably took them a very long Absolutely. time to get that photo we're, but we're not yeah exactly hundred percent goodness yeah I love that I love that you touched on that um so do you practice self-love or self-care now like what does your um self-love journey look like today like are you you said you're still going to counseling like do you consider yourself still in recovery I do I um, honestly I really do just because I mean uh, I'm not if I would be lying if I said that you know there have been moments where I I don't quote relapsed or whatever you know mm-hmm. and then I just I really try the number one thing that's honestly really helped me was just meditation 
and just really living like in the present moment, you know, to get out of my head and just really focus on like what's going on like right now, you know? And yeah, you know, and then I still, I still go to the gym, you know, but I, Mm -hmm. it's, I go to the gym because I enjoy working out, not because, you know, I'm trying to lose weight or be a look a certain way, you know, it just really helps me Mm -hmm. with like stress and everything. And then uh, just with eating too, you know, like if I want a slice of pizza, I will have a slice of pizza. I will not have the whole entire pizza like how I would in the past. But, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm just really trying to do everything the correct way now. (laughs) Yeah. And you know what? Um, It speaks to how balanced, like we have to put a lot of effort in Yes, absolutely. Because we were so imbalanced at one point. So like you're talking about – going to the gym like I have to like that's a big part of my recovery is to have a um like a, a yeah, gym schedule absolutely um because you're right it, it helps you with stress and that's just like if you go to a counselor and you're stressed out they're gonna say um change your way you eat to healthier yeah. things go um outside get a gym routine like that's just like things that are proven to make you feel less yeah. stressed but, like, for us, we have to, like, be aware of, okay, am I pushing yes, the envelope? Yes, like, yes, yes, far with this? So, it's, like, we have to really um, seek that balance and really have to be, like, self-aware of what we're actually doing and why we're doing it. Because if not, it's really easy just to fall back into those Oh, my goodness. Thoughts. Yes, absolutely. Um, and meditation. Let's yes! <laughs> Um, so how do you meditate? Like, tell me about that. Cause I, um, I, I like the idea of meditation, but I've never taken it seriously. You know what? So it's something it's that funny. my therapist recommended to me and I actually have just a meditation app on my phone and oh my goodness, you have to try it. It is seriously like 20 minutes. That's all it takes, you know, to just really yeah. relax and just, you know, focus and it really helps you just live in the moment and you know, focusing on like yeah. your breath and just calming your mind. It's, it's awesome. I would definitely recommend. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm going to try to For do that. Sure. And, just like, and it's hard because yeah, like, I'm the type of person, like, I don't know. I just, I feel like I just have so much energy all the time too, you know, and to just really like at the end of the day, just go in my room, shut off the lights, light a candle, you know, like I look forward to it like every single night. It's amazing. Oh, I love that you said for you sure. Because sometimes like some days we need those things Absolutely. to look forward to. Like I just um texted my one friend and was like, Some days, like I just look forward to the creamer yes, and putting in my the coffee. Little things. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. So I love that you said, like, you look forward to doing that because it can get you through your days. Oh, like, your for roughest sure. Days. Um, what? Okay. So what would you say to your eating disorder if you could say something I to it? I would say that you do not define me and I am way stronger than you. And yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love that you said that because it's like for so long you feel like you're 
you're at its like it's defeating you like you feel like the eating disorder is like kicking your butt and to say like no I'm stronger than you it's like oh for a trophy like absolutely um so tell me about a time you felt beautiful honestly so I was always the type of girl, like, I could never be seen out in public without a full face of makeup, you know? And now I just wake mm-hmm. up every morning with no makeup on, breakouts on my face, and I'm like, damn, Gabby, you looking good today, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah. like, I, I don't care to really impress anybody because I feel like I'm finally at the point in my life where I'm just so content with who I am you know, and just, I have learned to love all of my flaws and it took a hell of a time to get to where I'm at, but you know, that's, that's how I feel most beautiful. Like no makeup, sweatpants, hair, a complete disaster, you know, for sure. It sounds like you are in a really good place with accepting yourself and all the parts of you. And I love that. That's the most beautiful thing I feel like. Because it's, and like you said, I didn't get like this overnight. Like I've been through some hard stuff to get here. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's, it it just didn't, didn't happen overnight. That's for sure. Um, okay. So this is our mic drop moment. If you had some one thing that people could remember from your story that you shared today, what would it be? Oh, goodness. I would say that you are absolutely beautiful <laughs> and you oh, are so it. much stronger than, I mean, no matter what you're going through, you can, you always have the power to overcome and turn your life around for the better and you are never alone. I love it. All those things. Like, I love it because it's like, I don't know who's listening to this. We don't know. And they may be, they may be struggling. And if it's not with an eating disorder, they could be struggling with something else. And people need that reminder. Like everything you just said will speak to so many people. Um, and that's so important. There we go. We're, we're creating yes! a society where people feel more open. <laughs> so we're doing it, Gabby. We're doing I it. it. I love it. Well, I love that you shared your story today. It means really so much to me that you took the time out of your day to do it. Um, and we're definitely going to be talking more. Yes, can we please? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we definitely are. Um, I love your energy, and you keep being a boss, girl. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Well, you're welcome. Um, peace, peace, peeps. Thanks for listening to another episode. Um, If you want to share your story, reach out and make sure you follow the group. And it's on Instagram, too. It's peace as in a slice of pizza um, with peace, like peace, love, happiness. So peace with peace. And thank you, guys. Goodbye. (laughs)